You are listening to the Baby Sleep Answers Podcast, the podcast that answers all your baby sleep questions, but it's also just your friend in your ear here to let you know it's normal to struggle, it's normal to have anxiety, and it's normal to want to sleep more. Good morning or afternoon or evening or middle of the night. To be honest, the only time I listen to podcasts is when I am lying next to my two-year-old waiting for her to fall asleep. Sometimes that's like five, ten minutes, and then sometimes when she's overtired and we went to my friend's house for s'mores and she got super overstimulated, it was an hour or um, a lot longer and she might be, she was screaming for that. But that's the only time I listen to podcasts, and honestly, I've been listening to like, um, I don't know why, but I like like con artist podcasts, so I've been listening to The Opportunist. Some people are crazy, y'all. Some people just are not, you know, the whole sovereign, uh, whatever. Anyways, let's talk about split nights. I did get a comment in my, a couple of podcasts ago that my intro was too long, but they still enjoyed it. They were very nice. Um, so I'm going to try to keep my, my intros shorter, and I realized that by saying that, it kind of makes it longer. So that's just one minute. Let's jump right into split nights. First, what is a split night? A split night is when your baby is just awake, like in the middle of the night and just will not go back to sleep for at least an hour. It's called split night because I mean, it literally splits the night in two. So it's not, it doesn't feel like, you know, wake up, go to sleep, wake up, go to sleep. It's wake up, be awake and then go to sleep. I first experienced this lovely phenomenon when our six-month-old, when our first baby was six months, and this was after months and months of me trying to get him to take long naps. He finally took a long nap, and then we didn't know, but he was up from like midnight to one or from one to three, and I thought that was just part of the six-month regression. I remember telling Joe, oh yeah, there's a six-month regression. He looked at me like, Andrea, I'm trying to think that whatever month you Google with the word regression, something's going to pop up <laughs> because I had told him about the three-month regression or the four-month regression, the five-month regression. But I was like, no, 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 this is a thing. This is a thing. There's a six-month regression where they're just up at night. And he was like, uh, what? <laughs> and I remember we were in our in our little apartment in Dallas. We had a one-bedroom apartment. I loved, I loved it because the living room was perfectly, it was just so cute. And then the bathroom was connected to the closet and the closet had the like the laundry stuff. And that was so nice because we'd never had a mess in there because we just throw things in there. Anyways, I remember being in bed and I hear him at 2 a.m. just playing in the light with my son. And I was like, are you kidding me? It is in the night. I wasn't yelling at him. It was just me in my head. I was like, uh, maybe don't turn on the light. Because I thought that was the, that was like, this is what you've been doing every night when he's awake for two hours. And he was like, well, yeah, he's not going back to sleep. So I just play with him. And I was like, oh my gosh, you are the problem. <laughs> you are the reason our kid is up playing in the middle of the night because he wants to play with dad. Uh, but I was wrong. And unfortunately, because after that, Joe just stayed in the dark with our little guy. And I, I feel bad because he should have just played with him because he was awake. We should have been trying to figure out why he was awake and not trying to just get him to sleep. And the reason is, it's because it was one of the common reasons for split nights. Too long of a nap cuts out your sleep pressure. Baby is not able to stay asleep. So that was that was the reason he was up at night. Now, that's not the only reason. And I don't want everyone to just be like, oh, we have split nights, let's cut the naps. One, because sometimes it's very specific cuts. Uh, interesting, I just finished up with a with a family I was working with, a six-month-old boy. Whoa, everybody is six-month-old boys having split nights. Um, and we had to try for two and a half weeks before we got his right schedule and stop those 
like the wake ups and the split nights. It was so specific. So never just be like, oh, Andrea said to cut it up to 30 minutes because it's so difficult. For this specific baby, it was like we have to do a 45 minute nap in the morning and then a really long wake window and then a 45 minute nap and then a pretty long wake window and then but we we had to do so much work to get there because I don't do crying while we figure out sleep schedules. Anyway, so what are the main reasons for split nights? Let's get to that. Let me get some coffee first. It was a rough night, baby girl. Mm -mm, No, she just, I don't think she'll ever sleep. Okay, so top, top reason is having too much nap, right? So the, the premise is we have to build up enough sleep pressure during the day to stay asleep for, you know, for babies, 11 to 12 hours, for adults, eight hours. If you don't build up that sleep pressure, you're gonna be waking up in the middle of the night either for a long amount of time or just very often. So that's one of the reasons for split nights, but not the only one. Another reason people don't usually think about is overtiredness. And this one is tricky because usually, you know, you stay up too late before bedtime, you're not going to have a split night just because of that, right? It's not, you know, you're not cutting the sleep pressure. But what happens sometimes is a baby, let's say, let's say 12 month old John, I was going to say Joe, but I always say Joe and then I feel bad because my husband's Joe. And But okay, let's say uh, Sean. 12-month-old Sean is dropping his nap or mom thinks he needs to drop a nap because he can't take his two naps. So what mom does is just cuts out the second nap, right? So John goes to nap from 10 to 12 and then will not sleep again. And so he is just awake until 7. Now, 12 to 7, being awake from his nap that ended at 12 until 7 p.m., that's a long time. That's seven hours, right? And so John's not going to do it. John's not going to be able to make it to 7. So what he's going to do is probably pass out. Our mom's going to be like, oh, he probably needs an earlier bed and get him to bed at like 6 or 5.30. Now that is great because he's going to fall asleep and it's going to look nice and dandy or yay, he fell asleep but we're forgetting that he needs to build up that sleep pressure during the day. So if Sean was up at 7 a.m. and he goes to sleep at 6 p.m., that doesn't give him enough time to build up sleep pressure for the night. That's only 11 hours of day sleep. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to explain it as best as I can with just voice. I usually use my hands and I think that's that's powerful. (laughs) But anyway, so Sean will not have built up enough sleep pressure from the day to stay asleep at night. So he could start waking up at 2 a.m., for a couple hours or he could start waking up at 1 a.m. for an hour until he builds up no sleep and then pressure and then goes back to sleep. Now what happens is a horrible cycle because then he has a bad night, he wakes up at seven and then he makes up for it with a long nap in the middle of the day and then it, it just becomes a bad cycle, right? So never drop a nap just by cutting it out and giving baby an extraordinarily long wake window because you can really mess up. So, <coughs> sorry. So that's the second reason that someone can have a split night. It's just like an awful schedule where baby is both overtired and undertired. Another reason for overtiredness causing a split night though is a very interesting phenomenon I've just been lately researching more of that, okay, so when you fall asleep, your body has melatonin, like a high amount of melatonin and a small amount of cortisol if you've done everything right. As you're sleeping, your body creates less melatonin and starts creating more cortisol to reach that perfect time in the morning, so around 7 a.m., where you have no melatonin melatonin, and you have a good amount of cortisol to wake you up and be awake for the day. But 
if you fall asleep with a lot of cortisol, whether it is from stress or anxiety or whatever, or from just being overtired, because remember being overtired creates a lot more cortisol, then that can build up and build up and the build up and kind of peak in the middle of the night. And so if you have too much cortisol, you'll wake up at 2, 3 a.m. and not be able to go back to sleep. You might know this as an adult who has perhaps experienced anxiety, insomnia. This is what's happening. You can't go back to sleep. So what do you do is avoid that cortisol right before bed. So avoid being overtired right before bed because that can create a split night. This is sounding like it's way too much information. So I hope you're keeping up. If not, just go back and listen to it. Now, one more reason, a few more reasons for split nights. One is too many naps, right? So not enough time asleep in the day, but too many. So I have a lot of five-month-olds who are still, who are like on that one and a half hour wake window and so they're taking five naps and then they're up at night. It's not that total, they're sleeping like more than three hours, but having lots of interruptions to, the, to their adenosine building up, to their sleep pressure building up can cause them to be awake in the middle of the night. Now, all those are kind of miserable, but one of the reasons we have split nights sometimes it can be kind of harmless, right? Around 12 months, we see it a lot. Around 18 months, we see it a lot. Around 22 months, we see it a lot. Um, and then again, at 26 months, and then again, sometimes at three and a half. And that's usually like a language thing. You know, baby is just awake, remembering all their words, sometimes practicing all the words. I remember my first kid would wake up and just talk for two hours, just talk at 12 months. And he was a really early talker, um, but he, it was really cute. We, I couldn't sleep because we were right next to him in the room next to him, but he would just be awake. And then he would just go back to sleep and he's a red sleeper. Um, and that can happen. That can happen a lot. And But if they just go back to sleep and they never cry, just let them. That's really fine. This is similar to milestone practicing, like when they wake up and they're on their knees at like six months and they're just rocking back and forth. I think it's the cutest thing. Um, but if they go back to sleep, don't, don't worry about it. So that's another reason for split nights is milestones, brewing or practicing milestones. Now there's a crazy, crazy one that I've seen happen again and again um, with random people. It happened to my friend Alexa, it happened to us with our third kid, it happened to my sister with one of her kids, and I get random DMs in my Instagram being like, what is going on? Sometimes around 17 months, around 21 months, and again, around three and a half or so, a baby, and then also sometimes around seven months. Um, don't worry too much about those numbers. I'm just saying these are the common ones, but sometimes baby is just like, awake from like 11 to 5 just awake and there's nothing you can do about it they're not necessarily crying sometimes they are my daughter was and they're just will not go back to sleep like it's just all I don't know what's happening this is common this can happen usually it precedes well look at me using that word <laughs> it precedes a big milestone brewing or some language brewing and that is just I've seen it a lot very random I haven't I have looked for research on it but that's just like as a mom like what I've seen as a sleep consultant it's what I've seen sometimes I'll just be awake for five to six hours and it's not like ongoing it's just like one random night or two random nights and then it's done and it doesn't happen again until a few months later perhaps but it's usually that so moral of the story if they're waking up in the middle of the night wait to see what's wrong if they cry and cannot go back to sleep go to them help them if they've been awake for an hour and you're losing your marbles just turn on the light and play with them until they get tired enough um, or turn on YouTube or whatever just until everybody calms down and, and can build up enough sleep pressure to go back to sleep 
make sure everything is calm. The more upset you get, the more upset they get, the more upset they get, the more cortisol is in the game and the less anyone's going to fall asleep. So yeah. And then in the next morning, kind of reassess, okay, what happened? If you're in a mood of like, wow, I am so tired. I don't even know. Then don't, just don't worry about it. Just take care of yourself. Take care of baby. Um, rest up as much as you can. And then when you're in a better mindset, be like, okay, let's see. Was it his nap? What is his day schedule? Was he perhaps brewing some milestones? Was he overstimulated, which I didn't even uh, talk about. Overstimulated babies can also wake up with that same cortisol rush. Um, And so think about that and then go to sleep. If it doesn't happen again, then all right, that was a weird night. Let's forget about it. Don't even worry. If it happens three nights in a row, you got to do something about it because after that point, you will run the risk of getting into that horrible cycle of just being stuck in split nights for a long time. Some people are stuck in it for months because they just assume it's a six-month regression. Uh, coincidentally, usually at six months, it is to blame. Uh, the blame can be placed sorry, in long naps, most most commonly, and usually on dropping that third nap. Six-month-olds that are having a split nights and still on three long naps, get rid of the third nap. Alrighty, that is split nights for today. I have an incredibly busy day and week before all the all the Thanksgiving things wrap up at school. I somehow ended up being room mom and I love it, but I uh, I need to find volunteers for my feast on Thursday. So let's do that. Okay. I hope you sleep well. Again, I have tons of free, free uh, I have tons of freebies at babysleepanswers.com slash podcast. So check those out. And if you are curious about working with me one-on-one for a month, I have a couple openings for December. So be sure to reach out just babysleepanswers.com slash contact or DM me at babysleep.answers on Instagram. All right. Much love to you all. I hope you have a great night.